Welcome to the Press Conference Podcast, where we bring you the pressing information nobody asked for. I'm Dave, and I'm here with my co-host, Phil. How's it going, man? Very good, my friend. How are you? Yeah, doing good too. Doing good too. It's been a big weekend. I can't wait to get into this chat, man. Man, I tell you right now, if we said last week on the pod we want to do weekly episodes, um, we've been talking about getting pit fit. We need to get pod fit. This is exhausting. Oh, man. <laughs> I need to get um, both. I'm feeling a bit ginger after last night. Oh, man. My, I mean, I've still been a bit crook, if you can't tell by my voice. Um, but one step closer on Friday, I like my whole body was sore on Saturday. Um, and I've been pretty much crook all week. Um, didn't go to Alexis on fire because I was that crook. And my body was aching throughout the week. And I think going to the gig on the weekend um, on Friday just made it worse. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. It's not one of those sweated out kind of deals anymore no. at our age. Um, but I guess we'll start there then, gigs. Um, one step closer, I had that on Friday, yep. uh, but you on Friday had Alexis on fire? Yeah, that's right. Yep. How was that? It was unbelievable. I kind of went in like like medium expectations because I know like they've been on hiatus for a while. It's been like 13 years between albums and stuff like that. But what they lack in youthful energy, they bought it in like just presence, uh, accuracy, and just like they were just clean as. It's like they'd never been away. I know they've been playing shows for a while now, but like it was so good. Um. Every video I saw, they sounded absolutely like spot on. Yeah. So clean, so crisp. But I mean, Dallas is amazing. Um, and you put him Goosebumps, in a venue man. Like, when you put him in a venue like the Forum, I mean, that's like, he's built for fucking venues like that. Yeah. And the people I went to went like two weeks ago to see City in Color. Yeah. At the Forum as well. And they're like, you can just tell the range, the way that they, like, it just showed how smart they are with their new songs. They had five people singing at the same time. Really? Wade, Dallas, George. Oh, four people, sorry. Wade, Dallas, George, and the keyboardist. So they got a keyboardist on the new album as well. Fuck, all right. So they're all like harmonizing together live on stage. And yeah. like they played like a an eight-minute version of Happiness by the Kilowatt with like melodies in it, a medleys in it. Fuck, and beautiful. Wade Wade sang a part of um Hey Hey uh now, now, I think, hey, hey, my, my, sorry, by um, yeah. Neil Young at the end, which like, brought the house down. Just incredible. And like yeah. seeing, seeing Saint Soleil, like, um, I was going to well say as, that was always like your favorite song of the album, right? Yeah. What instantly. was that like live? Almost shed a tear, I think. Like it's. Fuck yeah. Fucking oath. Grown men crying yeah. in music. It's fucking, let's, we gotta normalize that shit. Yeah. Just. Just gave me goosebumps, and I was standing there with one of the other guys. So we went into the, like into the pit. My yeah. other two mates stood at the back. Oh, yeah, and we were just right, like um, into the pit, bro. You right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to bring up the beers in the pit, Dave. I know it's a sensitive topic. <laughs> in the mosh, anyway. <laughs> me, my mate, and like three other dudes in a line, arm in arm, just singing along, just just having a great old time. And yeah. like hearing familiar drugs live, it hits so hard as yeah. well. And that was like, I really loved when that came out as well. So 
How long did they? How long was their set? Um, it's like and forty-five. That's not bad. Yeah. So they played fifteen songs. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, and, and did you get there early for Luca Brasi? Yeah, we saw them. They were sick. I would have loved to have seen them in a big, big room like the forum. Yeah, the the crowd wasn't really packed in for them. Yeah, but they just bought it. They're like they're just like your quintessential Australian band now. And well, I think I've seen them play fantastic. big stages, but they're like the acoustics of the forum. I think it just it, it has a different feeling, right? The ambience, the lighting on the roof, like it's my favorite venue in Australia, yeah. I reckon. And I think. Like, they're a band that I think would have been really cool to see there. Because I think the last time I saw them was at Billboards, or 170 Russell. And it just, fucking that venue, man. Like, it's it's all right, but no no feeling. Yeah. Yeah, so that was sick. And, yeah, we left on cloud nine, Yeah, really. And uh, two, two, of my, two of the guys I went with said that was top five show of all time for them. So Top five show of all time? Yeah. Damn, not even top five. So it would have been like a top five AOF show or? No, top five of all time. Fuck. Yeah. That's hectic. All right. Yeah. It was how very good. Rank, how would you rank it as the shows you've been to this year? Pretty high. I don't think anything's pipped no pressure yet. Yeah. Just, But that's just a, a totally different thing. I don't know. No pressure was more like you're there, the pit's going crazy, like there's energy, yeah. it's different. Yeah, I know. It's you the mean. whole thing. There's like nostalgia. George doesn't rip his shirt off anymore, which is a bit of a disappointment. It's always sick to see him rip his shirt. Yeah. <laughs> like four songs in. But um yeah, can't complain. That was that was sick. Fuck yeah. Um and then so I was one one pressure on one pressure. Fucking one step closer on Friday. Yeah. You went on Sunday. Yep. Um, I guess, what do we think? Did you enjoy the show? As a whole, it was really good. Like, all yeah. four bands really had a crack. Um, I think we spoke about this when you saw them on Friday. And yeah. it was just, I don't know if it was a mixing thing or, or what, but I couldn't really hear very many vocals I, coming I, through. I th- yeah. I think with One Step Closer, they... I mean, I listened back to the record on the way home... And then I spun it afterwards as well. And it's like he doesn't project his vocals like he talks. So you hear him talk on stage when he gets up and it's like, fuck, yeah, we're going. And then he screams and he kind of does that thing where I guess he's screaming in a way that he can't project his voice much louder. And so they probably rely on the the production work when they're recording the the vocals um, to maybe enhance it and make it a bit louder. Mm -hmm. And I think it was really apparent at the start. Um I don't know if the acoustic to this venue, so I saw him in Sydney at the House of Music and Booze, I think it's called. Um, and it just felt like a school gym kind of thing. It wasn't a big place. It was a small room, but it yeah. had like those floorboards that you imagine seeing like in your school gym back in primary school. Yeah. Um, Old school basketball like, court. Yeah. It kind of felt like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was no carpet in there. It was all just fucking like wood and, 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 and plasterboard. And the acoustics probably weren't amazing in there, which probably didn't help. Mm-hmm. Um, and he definitely got better as the show went on, but I, initially I was like, fuck, all right. Like this took me, it took me back a bit. Yeah, me too. And I found like, I kind of adjusted pretty quickly and there were some songs where I could like hear him pretty well and some songs that I couldn't, and I was pretty yeah. much in the same spot the whole time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he was going off like the, 
they're like musical musically. Oh, they're tight. They're yeah, they sounded, tight they sounded really good. Just the vocals yeah. kind of threw me a bit. Yeah. Like I said, they got better. The the supporting vocalists was really good. Like he carried some songs to be honest. Like yeah. when he came in really punchy, really kind of projecting his voice well. Um mm-hmm. it really just changed a bit of the night for me to be honest. Yeah. He was sick. The addition of a like a second guitarist to a hardcore band makes a huge the biggest deal. I f- yeah, I think I so. listened to Anxious on the way home and was like, I wonder if they'll have the similar kind of issue because he kind of sings in a similar way. Like I know it's a different tone, but he, he kind of sings in a similar way as well. So I wonder if they have that similar issue as with the. I, uh, oh, yeah, I, I thought about that too because I listened to when we talk about those bands, right? <laughs> I listened to Anxious too on the weekend and. It's just different. I, I, don't, I think, yes, he's still quite high-pitched, um, but it's, like you said, different delivery. He's not screaming. Yeah. So I, I think it'll be okay, but yeah, it's hard to say. Well, you'll find out before I do, so hopefully. Fuck, yeah. Which we'll talk about later. We'll talk about that later, for sure. Um, did and- did the reach go absolutely off uh, on oh, Friday night? At the end, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fucking like, that was the most bonkers song of the night. And I, 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 was I, like- I probably wasn't expecting that. No, I got absolutely trampled. Um, for a band that a lot of people don't talk about, <laughs> um, yeah. I didn't think people were going to go that nuts. And that many people go so nuts, especially when the whole show was pretty tame. Yeah. Um, I really thought Pringle Street was going to be like the big one. And it, it came on pretty early in their set and it, it, it mm-hmm. went off, but not quite like that. Yeah. Um, I was really surprised to see that be their last song and that be so big. Yeah. That's the first song I heard by them. Yeah, cool. And yeah, so I was like two people from the front, like on the right hand side of the stage. I was pretty similar, actually, yeah. And I absolutely just got trampled. Oh yeah, people were hand. jumping into me the whole time. Yeah. Um, and I just got my tattoos, and I was really trying hard not to like get hit because yep. it was a bit tender. And um, people just jumping off the stage, like it, it was a heap of fun. Um, but I just wasn't expecting the show to get to that level. To be honest, yeah. after the whole set was pretty not tame. Um but it wasn't like that crazy. I was surprised. I didn't see anyone get kicked out after they had some signage up at the Bendigo hotel saying no moshing, no karate moves. Management reserves the right to kick you out if they deem you being dangerous. I don't understand when venues put that up and then they don't police it. They don't police it. It just is really bizarre. Um, Weird, but yeah, it changed the mood for the first three bands and then like, well, the first two bands and then, uh, the singer Born Free was just like, let's fuck this place up. And then, like, everyone got into it. Yeah. Two-stepping and... Born Born Free, like, I've been on Born Free for a bit of a hot minute. Um, but probably, like, lately, I mean, we've been talking a lot about this off the pod. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but this whole hardcore resurgence I'm listening to, a lot more hardcore than I had in the past. And I just don't know if it's... I don't know what it is, to be completely frank. I think going to the No Pressure show... I hadn't been to like a hardcore gig with hardcore bands in a long time. That was just a hardcore bill. Yeah. And I think the energy was just really good. Um, so I've been smashing a heap of that. I remember Born Free when they first played in Melbourne. They used to play like small gigs. Um, and I remember seeing them being like, yeah, this is good. And I like some hardcore. Hand of Mercy were probably the big ones. Um, but Born Free would play a lot of shows at the time. And and it was good. Um, but I just wasn't as into hardcore. Seeing them this week, especially in this whole resurgence that I'm listening to a lot more hardcore lately, they were fucking so good. Like, they are probably arguably one of the best hardcore bands in the country, and they probably just don't get the hype. Yeah. 
the yeah, there was like seven guesties. So like yeah. the singer of AWOL got up, the singer of Forgive got up. Oh, that would um, be mad. Yeah, so like each song had a had a section from someone else and it was just like there's just Melbourne hardcore chants going off and like, We had um we had Dennis from Speed get up and do a guestie. That was our oh, thing. Oh wow. That nice. was pretty cool. Yeah. Um but yeah, obviously Melbourne hardcore. It's like their their city, right? So um it's Oh, it was city. so good to see them live. Um yeah, they made that show real special, I think. And, and honestly, yes, we talk about bands like Speed, but fuck, man, Born Free are nearly just as good. Maybe better, to be completely honest. Um, I'll, I'll probably hang my hat on that <laughs> hook. I think they were really fucking good. And yeah, they're not going to get the hype because they're not a hype band, really. But if I'm listening to the hardcore, I think I, I nearly prefer that hardcore to a lot of other hardcore I'm listening to at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um. And, and I will say, like, and I said this on the pod a few times, Sydney will show up to hardcore. And they're like, obviously, one step closer to the first sellout for this tour. I think the only sellout for this tour, actually. Yeah. Um, Sydney kids love hardcore. Like, and I go to gigs and there's a lot of metalcore alternative stuff. And I, I say this every time, but it really blows my mind how they'll just show up for hardcore but and throw down and like pit music. But when it comes to anything else, <laughs> it's so bizarre. Maybe they're just really angry. Fuck, I wonder, I wonder there are all these fucking tolls in this city. I'd be angry too. <laughs> well, I've seen you drive. I know why you're going to ha- oh, hardcore gigs. Relax, relax, <laughs> mate. Um, yeah, I just actually want to shout out from that gig. Um, Primitive Blast, who I saw at No Pressure Sydney for the first time. Never even heard of them before. And I like fell in love with them as soon as I saw them live. They were so good um, at this show. So it was good to see them again. Hopefully, hopefully get to see them a bit more. Um, yeah, Sydney hardcore is alive and well. Hardcore is alive and well. I reckon it doesn't matter where you're from. Yeah, your band it's true. Repping. Um, what else has been going on? So they're the gigs we've kind of been to recently. Have you been up to much else? Not really. Just like working and stuff. I'm pushing through with the Last of Us, like something that I think everyone's aware aware of. Yeah, but I've I've been trying to play the game for the first time as well alongside of the show. Yeah. And yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I don't really sit with those kinds of games for a long time, but I've been putting in some decent decent sessions and I'm yeah. I'm caught up to the show now. Well, I think it's interesting. You're going to watch this episode. So, when we're recording this on Monday, it's coming out tomorrow. So, the episode 8 would have just come out left behind. Yep. Um this the way you're up to in the game is in this episode, but this is also yeah. nearly entirely a DLC. So I don't think you're actually gonna see a lot that oh. is gonna happen in the show. So yeah. Yeah, there's it's a few like, yeah. few different parts that I've noticed, but I kind of it makes sense for for like T V show compared to game because you can't have like a, yeah. a fifty year old man doing the things that he's doing oh, yeah. in the game. The action sequences are not going to happen. Not, not at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say though, there's a bit at the end of this episode, I think it'll be, or whether it's not, it's next episode that is going to be um, interesting how they do, but I won't spoil anything. We're not, a, we're not a video game podcast, but um, I want to talk about video games. So. So what have you been up I, to? The reason I say me- that is because I've been fucking <laughs> playing Hogwarts legacy. Um, Cancel me, all the JK Rowling people. I, I don't care. Um, 
I don't really care for anything she said or support her, but I've been a Harry Potter kid since like day one, my whole life. My mum showered me in that shit and um, living out my dream is being a wizard in a video game like this. Cause it's not like I'm playing Harry Potter Lego or the game, the movie games. Um, you get to be your own person, change the way you look completely. Gave my, my wizard a fucking side fringe. I'm fucking balling out, bro. And um, <laughs> I've had the best time. Like I think I've smashed like 40 hours in a week. Finished the campaign yesterday. Life's good. Um, I'm a fucking wizard, bro, and it's great. Oh, that's good because we haven't seen you in a week, so yeah, you're doing been, okay. <laughs> I mean, I've been sick, and you can hear my voice is actually getting worse as we record. So I'm really sorry. Um, but yeah, I've smashed this game, and it's it's that good. It's open world, but the campaign's like fantastic. Um, so fun. It's not very hard, Dave. If you want to pick it up, you'll you'll be quite good at it. <laughs> I'll play it for like two hours and then move back to COD probably. I need to get back on COD actually. It's been a while. <laughs> it's really interesting because it's a it's been a big topic how a lot of these people have been targeting just this game when they're not yeah. they're not yeah, they're not boycotting Lego, they're not boycotting Warner Brothers Studios, Universal Series. So kind of it's just so easy because they knew that it was gonna be popular. And it's going to be a talking point. And it's it's so disappointing, man. Because Harry Potter, great story. Yes, there's some fucking maybe prickly things in there that she's come out and said about the movie that maybe makes the movie, or maybe makes you see the movie in a different light. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is one of the best Harry Potter universe or Wizarding universe stories I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and it just goes to show that if you give other people creative control of a story in this universe, they can do it justice. And I really hope that Warner Brothers or whoever see that, make it a show, make it a movie. Like there are stories that you can tell in the universe that don't you don't fucking need JK Rowling to do, you know? And this game's a perfect reflection of that. It was an incredible story, great fan service in the right ways. It's a fucking great game. And I've spent so much time on it playing it. <laughs> yeah. And she's not uh, going to get the most money out of it. The people who wrote it and all that kind of stuff are going to get that money. So we'll I don't know. Just it's just a witch hunt at this at this stage. So, um, yeah, that's good. I think we've been we've been busy. I mean, fuck, we're yeah. twenty three minutes in. What's going on? <laughs> um, I guess what's coming up. So we've got we've been talking about the pod and what we're doing. We're trying to do weekly episodes. We've got we've got one in the bank ready to go for next time. So we're actually gonna. I think we're we're working to to get these one a week going. Yeah. Um, and try and get some different things in the works. I guess within all of that that we're doing, we've got a pretty hectic month ahead, I think. Well, maybe I have a hectic month. You're, I'm catching up with you a few times. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, have, you, have you got many gigs coming up? Um, at the moment, I've only got two tickets uh, at the what moment, and that's for Parish Fest, yeah. Bloom Headlining, and uh, Thrice's The Artist in the Ambulance 20th Anniversary Tour. That's in, in September. September. Yeah. I think it's the same week as Furnace Fest. I can't remember. It's, it's early September. Shut the fuck up there. Early September. Sorry. You can go. They put cause... a second show in Melbourne. So Melbourne's first one to sell out. Really? That, yeah. I'm thinking about getting VIP for it, actually, because you get like a QA signing and stuff like that. Oh, fuck you. You should definitely do that. Yeah. 60 bucks. It's pretty, be pretty good. Yeah. I think like when, I, when I, I did the Neck Deep one of that, and I think it only cost me like an extra 50 bucks, but it was well worth it. Got yeah. a photo with them, fucking Q&A, acoustic set before the show. It was great. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I um, think a friend of the show, Nick, has already got his VIP pass, so I'll be able to like kind of hang with him a little bit before the show. Amazing. Where are they playing down there? Uh, somewhere in Northcote. Northcote the Theatre? Yeah. Oh, that's right. It's a nice venue, though. Mm, I've never been. I've been there for um, Melbourne City Wrestling back in the day with my dad. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I've got a few gigs coming up, actually, that I kind of wrote down today. It really all ends up with that Parish Fest weekend. Like, I think mm-hmm. that's going to be epic. But really, the week and a half leading up to that, I've got Movements in Boston Manor, um, seeing them. I've got Mum Jeans and Microwave. I've got Sayosin and Alt. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And then a few My Chem shows and then Parish Fest on the Saturday in Melbourne where, yeah, Bloom's headlining, um, better half of like making a return. So keepsake. All, the, yeah, keepsake, keepsake are great, dude. I can't wait for you to see them. I'm, um, I'm frothing their EP. So I have good as their EP. Yeah, it's really and good. It's a different vocalist um, from what's on the rec- recorded to them um, live. And he's incredible. One of the most energetic vocalists I've ever seen. Oh, cool. um, he killed it on the Alira tour, so I really am keen to um to see them again. Nice. I'm keen to see him for the first time. Yeah. Um, but that weekend at Parish Fest, I can't wait. We're gonna get some foe, catch up with international listeners, Nick and May. Um it's gonna be it's gonna be good fun. I think um what Sean and Alex from Stiffcart, they're gonna both be there. Yeah. I think everyone's gonna be at this gig in Melbourne, which is gonna be awesome. So I can't wait to um to to see everyone. Hopefully they, f- hopefully they fulfill my request to make a, a Parish Fest tour tea, like the Triple like B the sound triple of B Fury. Ones. Fuck, I wish. Oh, how cool would that be? Yeah, I'd get around that. All the bands on this tour, on this lineup, I, I like love. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's gonna be a great. That's gonna be a great weekend. I'm keen as to hear some new Bloom tunes as well. So, I've- fuck, I, I really hope. Like I spoke about it last year after In Peril Fest, but that first track they played. At Imperial Fest, I, I hope they open with it at this set because it is honestly like one of the best songs I've ever heard. Like it's insane. Like, you heard the recording, like yeah, it's fucking good. I want to hear it for real though. Yeah, I feel you. Um, and then the AF- AFL season starts, Dave. We're a music pod. We're not going to talk about footy too much, but yep. I'm I've got a good feeling about this year. I don't know how you've got it. I don't know how you feel. You guys are probably not going to make the eight, but um. <laughs> I'm going to take the swipe. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. Um, yeah, it's it's not a great day to be a Collingwood fan, actually. So, but what happened today? Joffa got um, found guilty. Oh, he got that. We all knew he was guilty. They oh, I knew him? he was guilty, but like you know, it's like public, hundred percent confirmed public knowledge. That is rough. Is he still That's in Bali or something? No, he's. In, I don't know where he is. Fucking hell, that's right. Not prison though, it was suspended. But um yeah, Piles will be okay. It's good. I can't wait. I can't wait for the footy this year. Just can't wait for the banter. Oh yeah. Are we gonna get that fantasy up and running too, Dave? Yes. I've got it, you've got to sign in. Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> Alright, let's keep this moving. What do we got next, Dave? Alright, so latest pickups. I'll start because I don't think you very organized, but I think. Oh, what the fuck! You coming at me? I'm, I'm, I've got my 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 notes on my screen. I'm ready to go. But that's fine, Dave. You and your high horse. You can <laughs> go first. 
Oh, no, I can't actually... Yes, I do remember. I've only had two since the last episode to arrive, and uh, that was Rise Against Siren Song of the Counterculture from our friend Webby. Yep. And he also chucked in Parkway Drive Atlas, a black copy, because I sold him my mint-colored mm. one. So he uh, kind of chucked it in as a part of like the little transaction. So I love nice. it, Webby. It was a it was a good surprise. Yeah, that's 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 super sick. I love that. Upgrading a variant is 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 good. I think, and I think having a cheeky swap in there, I like that. That's, yeah, that's good guy energy right there. Hundred percent. And I was totally surprised. And I the only reason I realized is when I picked it up because Rise Against is like a one LP mm. single jacket, so it should have been like five hundred grams. So I picked it up and like, oh, this is a bit weighty. I'm like, what's mm. he done here? And um, yeah, cheeky, bugger. cheeky. But it's good cheeky. So I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, sick. Nice. Um, I've only got two as well. I don't know if I spoke about this on the last episode. I spoke how I went to the Paramore pop-up shop for the new album. Yeah. But I, I might not have said what I got, but I got a copy of Brand New Eyes. Yeah, you told um, us. Oh, fuck. All right. Sorry, Dave. Jesus, I'm, too, <laughs> I'm too organized this week. You're telling me I'm not organized. So um, I got that, but then the... At the show on Friday, one step closer, I did pick up a copy of the Dark Blue Cloudy record, which actually looks fantastic. And um, yeah, I've spun that like three times since Friday. Like it's fantastic. So that's really just my pickups. I've, I've, I've reined it in. I've really reined it in. $36 is great for that as well. I couldn't believe it. So I bought that in the tea. I knew the teas were 40 bucks and it came to like just over 70 bucks. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. It's fantastic. So um yeah, super stoked to get that because I've been eyeing that one off on Cooking Vital. But yeah, all good. Yeah, so Claddies look good. Yeah, I think so. I actually don't have too many anymore. So yeah, I was stoked to get that. And blue's my favorite color. So yeah, happy with that. It all works out. Yeah. Right. Um, Do you want to hit me with your feature album? Oh, am I organized enough for you, Dave? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. Yeah, I am. It's an EP that I'm going with this week. <clears throat> Sorry, fuck. <clears throat> um, I spoke about this in the group chat a bit. It is. It came out kind of last week. the The twenty fourth of February came out, so fuck last Friday. Yep. It is the um, debut EP, and all I loved, I loved alone by Heaven's Gate on Grayscale Records. Now uh, I listened to these singles quite a bit when they first came out. I think I just really liked the aesthetic of of their covers and their videos and things that um, I saw pop up on Facebook and Instagram. And I really, I really did enjoy. And Apple music is finally getting better at just putting things in your library when they drop, when you've pre-saved something now, they used to be absolutely shocking at it. Um, But it popped up on the, over the weekend, obviously the few singles I've listened to a few times and I really enjoyed, but listening to this EP in full, it might be one of my, it's, it's exactly, it's nearly everything that I love in metalcore. And I haven't been listening to a lot of metalcore, but I think this has kind of brought me back a bit because it's exactly what I love. So it's almost like this metallic, like new age metalcore sound, um, almost a bit alpha wolfy with kind of the riffs and, and the like the feedback. I guess you could say, oh, fuck, I'm no musical genius, but I think that's kind of how you describe it. Um, but I think through all that, the vocals are fantastic as well. But what this does differently to a lot of other metalcore, I think, and especially bands like Elf Wolf that we talk to, is the, the the atmosphere of the record. And we talk a lot about, you know, feeling. When you listen to something, how does it make you feel? 
the starting the starting ends of these tracks, as well as a few little like little drops throughout the tracks where it's more this ambience or the the guitar like is kind of vibrating a bit longer than it was through this track, and it kind of creates this sense with a few samples on top. I guess a bit of vocal work as well. I think it just makes for a really good atmosphere, and I just love this record. Like I think I've been listening to it on repeat since, and it's just fantastic. Have you listened to it? I listened to the songs. I haven't had a chance to listen to the EP yet because I didn't realize it came out until you mentioned it yeah. in the chat earlier and I haven't haven't had time. But the way you just described it is like exactly how I'm going to talk about my feature album a little bit is how really there's like this really aggressive band that can provide ambience in the middle of a song to let it breathe. Yeah. yeah. And I'm also listening to, I'm going to change the subject a little bit, but it kind of relates back. I'm listening to the podcast about Thrice's uh, re-recording of The Artist in the Ambulance, and they did not like the recording. They still don't like the recording of that album, even though it's like highly regarded regarded across the board and everything like that. It's just not what they imagined it to be. And what they've Mm -hmm. done with this re-recording is let the songs breathe. Mm-hmm. have space, let guitars ring out a little bit longer, yeah. remove like samples even, and just yeah. let the songs be like they will be live. And I, yeah, yeah. and I think that's exactly what you're describing there. It's just like, it's feedback. It's just a moment where the guitars aren't going nuts. The drums aren't going nuts. The singers yeah. aren't going nuts. And it just lets, it lets, it, it lets a song build up as well. So you, That's exactly like what I was going to say. It lets, it, it lets it go down, but bring come back up in a really organic yeah. way. It doesn't feel like any breakdown in this record. It feels forced. It feels like, yeah. yep, I can feel that coming. And then it hits you really, really hard. And I think I love that feeling in a record. Yeah. I'm keen um, as to spin it, to, to stream it. And they're yeah. on grayscale as well. So they're going to be good, good, healthy competition for Alpha Wolf, I think. I just want, I just want them to play a show. I don't even know where the fuck they're from. I think, like, I, I, like, I'm on the Instagram. I can't fucking see anything about where they're from. So, yeah, I hope they just get some shows going. Um, because I want to see them, whether it be in Sydney, Melbourne, fucking anywhere. I just want to see them play because I really enjoy it. Um, and yeah, it's fantastic. And hopefully, we get some vinyl soon. I'm just gonna call out my favorite song from here. I think it would have to be Gin Sick. Um, it's like the midway point, track four out of six. Fucking brilliant track. Like, incredible track. I, I don't I can't even explain it. And then Symbiotic Suicide, the last track on the, the EP. Mm-hmm. Fucking, like, it makes you want to just, like, it's got two-step breakdowns in it. It's got fucking, like, throwdown shit. It just makes you want to, like, run through a wall. And I love that. So, nice. um, and it still has that ambience through it and the atmosphere that I, I explained earlier. So, yeah, Heaven's Gate. And all I loved, I loved alone. Go listen to it. Yes, do that. So, did I did I pick up what you're featuring this week? Maybe. What do you want to have a guess? Um, is it thrice? <laughs> no, it's not. Oh fuck! All right. <laughs> so, um, I had to actually go and check. With I've spoken about this band a fair bit, but I don't think I've featured any of their albums. Hmm. and they are huge for me last year, and that's Portrayal of Guilt. Oh, nice. So um, the album I'm going to feature is Let Pain Be Your Guide. It's their first album, 
uh, their first full length. Came out in 2018, but I found these guys, they're probably my biggest find of 2022. Um, through that whole Screamo rabbit hole I went down, Binge, I'm, still, yeah. I'm, still, I'm still on it. And um, if you were to describe this band to me, I don't think I'd even listen to it. So they're like a black and hardcore, black metal, mm. Screamo power violence. Yeah. Like... It just it's it would be something that I would like trying to avoid, but they came on on a playlist somehow, or like maybe a first ever radio hour, I think. Yeah, but there was a bit of talk talk about them after their recent album came out, and they're a three piece that play huge, really yeah. interesting music. It's kind of like a combination of like you and I and Converge. If they those two bands had a baby for me. Yeah, and, I think it's a good. It's a good. Yeah, I like that. And like you were saying, with Heaven's Gate, is there's like you'll you'll start a song and then like three quarters of the way through they'll they'll just the sound will just drop and it'll go quiet, ambient. Even the 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 opening track starts with like this ambient thing of like a a hi hat or a cymbal or something, and then it just gets straight into it. Then it drops off again a little bit. Um, I just really love this band. I want to know more about them. I'm, I've, I've been looking around trying to find some like podcasts or something, and they just kind of keep their keep their head down. They've been been a band since 2017, and and released like two EP, uh, two EPs, three albums, and like six splits. So yeah, nice. they're working pretty hard. Uh, the two the two songs I want to feature are uh, a burden. So A Burden and Chamber of Misery Part 2. Interesting. Where's Part 1? Part 1 is in their first EP and then Part oh. 3 came out last year as a standalone single. Ooh. Do they Have you listened to them all together? Like, Does it line up well? They line up pretty well. Um, that's why I've been trying to do some research to see if I can f- find out more about yeah. their songs because like, they're putting a whole heap of content out there. But um, maybe I'm not looking hard enough. But I just really yeah. love how they can mesh a whole heap of genres together and have melody and and like harmony, but also like chaos and it all kind of sounds like it should be put there. It's yeah. quite a talent. Um, I really enjoyed when I listened to them. Obviously, it didn't go down as much of a binge as you. Mm-hmm. I think they do for me similar to what like Knock Loose does. Yeah. Except it feels less screamo in Knock Loose, which I don't mind the screamo stuff, but I think with the screamo that I like from that kind of era that we've listened to, I think I prefer it a bit more punchy. Yeah. Whereas I think this feels a much more scratchy in a way, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's very scratchy. Um, not that I don't like that, but yeah, I think um, it's pretty impressive how they've really so much work. They kind of remind me of like CU space cowboy, but in a way, because mm-hmm. they released like two albums or three albums within this, like a two year window. Um, yeah. They did a split, like they've kind of punched it out. And I think screamo as a genre, as a like, a blanket genre screamo in the, in the true sense of the word yeah. has had a bit of a resurgence the last few years. And I think it's because of bands like this releasing music so often. Yeah. They can kind of get washed out. I think like a lot yeah. of the bands will pop up and then they'll just disappear. Yeah. They, they, they've got some staying power. So I'm, yeah, give that a listen. We'll put, do they play uh, many shows? Yeah, they do. They've even got like a, a record label that they put some, some bands out on really? as well. 
Yeah, so they they put some slowcore bands out and some other stuff similar to yeah, like cool. Softkill. And oh, yeah. Um, yeah, they play a fair few shows like in their area, but I don't think they ventured out to, to international all that often. And it'd be really? Europe anyway. Are they European? No, they're not, but they they'd be have good pickup in Europe. Yeah. Damn. Cool. Yeah. So hopefully they come to Australia soon. It'd be sick to see, but uh, I think that'd be like Touche bringing him out or something like that, which would be awesome. Oh fuck! I hope Touche come out, man. I know in the in the recent like live Q and A on the Patreon, he said there was no plans for it, but fuck, I would love like. How many tickets do I need to buy to the shows for, to make it happen? Yeah. I'll start saving. If, if I need to buy 20 tickets, I'll fucking buy them if I just need to start saving. Like, tell me what I need to do. <laughs> well, the other thing is he said there's no reason why they couldn't, but yeah. I think they want to pair them like they have. A lot of the bands that are coming here are coming via Europe. Well, not Europe, Don't Asia. they just do like 15 years of fucking Touche, 10 years of Wildlife? It'll be fucking 15 years by the time they announce it anyway. So just yeah. do a 15-year fucking anniversary <laughs> tour. Like, come out, play Wildlife, and then Jeremy, fucking put that mic down my throat and let me sing it because yeah. that's what I fucking want. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Imagine those two on a bill, like a co-headliner at the forum or something. They, they, the wave. Like, they've always been associated with each other. Like, mm-hmm. fucking just come out here and do it. You know, give the people what they want. Like, La Dispute alone could carry a bill. Touche would probably be the support, let's be honest. But that's fine. Yeah. Like, they're not proud. They love touring with their friends. Like, just come make it happen. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great place. We got fucking decent record stores if you go look at them. So, come on, Jeremy, make it happen. <laughs> um. Anyways, I think that we've, we've fucking done a hefty 40 minutes at the moment. My goodness. Yeah. Um, it's been good. Into, These ones are yeah. fun. Yeah, it's, it's well, mixtapes are also fun, Dave. Yeah, but these ones are fun <laughs> just to, to kind of let the let the chat flow and just yeah, it's good. It is good. Um, I'm, I mean, we've spoken about so much music, and we're about to talk through so many, so much more music still. Um, but before we get to that, let's play the intro. We haven't done Furnace Fest chat in a hot minute, Dave. Um, and the lineup dropped last Thursday, is it? Mm-hmm. Last yeah, week. last Thursday. Um, what what do we think? What do you think about this lineup? Um, it makes me incredibly depressed that I am unable to go. Yeah, because I think it's like it's bang on. I don't know if you could make. I don't know if you could get any better. To really? be honest, I think it probably could, but like with a three day festival, you can't have everyone on there. But I think it's got a great range of of bands for for everyone. I agree. I think it's lacking a bit of pop punk and emo stuff, like traditional pop punk and emo stuff. Um, and I know they've peppered some through there, but. I do think there's not quite about an even balance between that, which I think is fine. Um, yeah. But I'm so stoked with this lineup. They're like, there's a few bands that we'll talk through that a few that we had on the wish list um, that have kind of made it on here. And I think, yeah, it's fantastic. But 
I would have liked a bit more pop punk or emo on there, to be honest. Has there been a lot of pop punk on there in the past? No, there hasn't. <laughs> there's been some, <laughs> but like, um, <clears throat> I think there's been more than what's on here today. I think what we've got here, though, is a lot of throwback, which is great. Oh, yeah. Um, even in that pop punk space, which I think is why, as a, as a slightly like a younger person in the scene, I, I maybe would have liked a bit more newer stuff on there, but like this is going to be a great nostalgia kick when it gets to it. But like we'll talk through the days in a minute. But there are some bands here that I loved back in the day that I didn't like keep listening to in abundance as I've gotten older, mm-hmm. yeah. where there are also some nostalgic bands there that I have. So I just think that balance for me personally just missed maybe a little bit. Um, yeah. But yeah. I've got a question. Do you think that miss might be because you're coming from an Australian listener rather than being exposed to directly a lot of these bands because they're like, well, it's, it's US, it's US festival. So they're going to get a lot of US bands. There's only, there's not one Australian band on there. I don't think so. So like, and really you've got one, like a handful from the UK, but they're like, like enter Shikari. But yeah. most of it is like local bands for for Americans. So yeah, I, I, th- I think that's a part of it, um, yeah. and I think it's really hard. I, I, I've been thinking about this a bit. When you've got like Triple B putting on festivals, Firefest, um, Sound and Fury, you know where that pop punk punk stuff, hardcore stuff really lives. Yeah. I get, I get, and they they've got that fucking um, Sad Summer Fest that goes through the US as well throughout the year. That's got your fucking Sad Boy stuff. Yellow yeah. Cards just decided to fucking put on this epic tour with like every sad boy band from that era. I'm um, supporting them along the way. You know, I, I get, young. yeah, like there's fests that are probably covering that, which is fine. Um, and I, look, I'm probably sounding a bit fucking millennial, <laughs> but yeah, like I, I, I am stoked with this lineup. I just maybe was expecting a little bit different. I sound okay. ungrateful, don't I? Fuck. I'm not yeah, ungrateful. I'm really sorry. Um, I am really stoked for this. So, so um, yeah, favorite band. So do you want to... Well, let's break it down Friday? day by day. Yeah, let's yep. break it down day by day. So Friday, we've got um, the headliner, MXPX. Now, that's a throwback. <laughs> um, with the second line of the headliners being Hatebreed, Anne Berlin, and Reliant K. And then a bunch of bands there that we can talk through a few of them. Um, yep. Before we get to that, what do you think of the headliners? Oh, it's not bad. Like, I'm not a huge fan of Hatebreed, but I've seen Amblin like seven times. Yeah. They're like, they bring it. And they're like really almost the second softest band on the bill, I would say. Behind May. Behind Al- Alcoa? Oh, Alcoa, yeah. Alcoa and May. I think are the t- they're the three softest. And I mean, softest, like, Amblin hit like, hit pretty hard live compared to their recordings. Yeah. But they have that softer side. I think it's a it's a pretty good start. I think it's a really decent build up through all three yeah. days. For the headliners anyway. So who are your favorite bands on this day? So we've got Amblin, you got Hopes Fall, uh Sparta, With Honor, Bane FM. And you'd, you'd probably put, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Or well, Alcoa is pretty good as well. And yeah. you'd want to see Braid. 
Yeah, so for me, um, my favourite bands on this day would be Hatebreed, I think I'm really keen for. I haven't seen them, I reckon, in nearly 10 years. They came out like a long time ago, and I was spewing that that Parkway tour never happened because I really was keen to see Hatebreed. Um, Alcoa, Gideon for me. I've been listening to a lot of Gideon last like year. Uh, Hopes Fall, uh, probably depending on what they play. I really did like their latest record, so I'm all cool with that. Um, but I don't really like their middle stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I only got into them last year, as we've spoken about. So, mm-hmm. um, Knuckle Park is probably a big one for me. Yeah. Uh, and then Wars of Jericho. Like, I listened to them back in the day, and I really enjoyed. Um, and I'm probably really keen to see Norma Jean, because, I mean, so many of my friends, like, love that band. And with Honor, you know, I've listened to mm-hmm. them, like, here and there, and I'm pretty keen to see them, so... Yeah, I think it's an interesting day to kick things off. Like, it's a bit of a mixed bag, to be honest. Like, I think both sides of the spectrum will get kind of what they want yeah. in a way. But to be honest, the headlines for me, like, it's a Friday. And my current plan is to get into Alabama on the Thursday morning. I'm probably going to take it pretty easy because Saturday being my actual birthday as well, I think that's where I'm going to probably spend a lot of my time. Yeah, Saturday is huge. Saturday is cooked. Like, every second man <laughs> I look at like, fuck, rest in peace, hey, me. Yeah, how are you going to do it? What's my game plan? Um, well, I think the Friday preparation's key. So we get to we get to Alabama on, on Thursday. Maybe fucking start cooking up a, a pot of uh, bolognese. Um, let that brew. Let that brew for all day. Or let it brew all day Friday. Well, it's in the fridge, you know, pasta is always better the next day. Go to go to the Friday, have the time of my life. You know, probably take it easy at the at the at the end of the day. Probably like stand up at the back or on the side. You know, just take in the bands. I'm not not going to mosh too hard. Go home, carb load. Get ready to fucking dish out dirt naps the next day. Eating the pasta, eating the bolognese I've just cooked up. It's going to be delicious. Um, get some like fucking you're American for a footy final. A footy final. I'm I'm preparing for fucking twelve rounds in the ring, mate. I'm I'm ready to go. <laughs> or the grand final. Um, and then Saturday, I'm just going to show up, hydrate, eat more than a double quarter pounder for those listening last week. <laughs> and, um, I'm just going to have the time of my life on the Saturday because this Saturday is cooked. Yeah. I'm going to make a call. I reckon Saturday's bigger than Sunday. Um, I don't think, oh, for me, um, I, I think it probably is for me too, to be honest. I actually 100% think it is. Yeah, to be to be frank, it probably is. The only thing that, and we'll get to the, we'll, I'll, I'll do the headlines now because this will kind of make a comment. So Saturday's headline by turnstile. The second round of headliners is Head Automatica, Thursday, Sayosin, and Enter Shikari. Four, four, four of those five bands have been to Australia or will be in Australia before Furnace Fest in the last 12 months. And I'm going to three of those shows out of the four. So So Turnstile. Already went. I'll go to Thursday Essen. in Sydney. I'm thinking thrice. Oh no, fuck, Thursday's not coming. Oh, yeah. I'm fucking tripping. Oh. Thursday and B. Sorry. Say so I'll I'll be at. Oh, so I guess it's actually all right. Interest Curry were here in November. But they'll have more yeah, new music by then. Yeah, I do like the new songs as well. Um oh, and they're unbelievable. Like, redundant. Yeah. Um, what do you think of this day? So, I mean, I'll just rattle off who are my favorite bands that I'm keen to see. 
anxious is probably one of the big ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've spoken quite a bit about anxious, so I think they're one. Um, Drain, obviously missed them on their last tour when they were here. Me too. Um, but keen to see them. Foreign Hands, I was pretty stoked when they first announced that. Loathe, amazing. Mind Force, you've gotten me into, especially that one record. Mm-hmm. Uh, Narrow Head, like incredible. We spoke about them last week, did we? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Terra, amazing. Um, Zhao, Zulu, like two bands I've probably got into in the last year and a bit. Yeah. There's a lot of fucking good bands on this list. Oh, sorry. There's one I missed, Dave. I'm really sorry. I will listen to that fucking album. <laughs> have you actually listened to it? I don't know. <laughs> I think I have. <laughs> I reckon you did. Anyway, he's talking about Teenage Risk, but you've also missed Scout, Gorilla Biscuits, uh, Trash Talk, and The Bronx. Well, I'm sorry. Let me just say, they're bands I also really want to see. Yeah. But The Bronx... I'm just, I just don't have the same affinity yeah, to them as you do. Um, and I just miss reading it on my fucking phone. I should have gotten it on the screen like you did. Because <laughs> I'm looking here like far away. Yeah. Um, I just want to say, Dave, I've gone to my 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 music library. So yeah. suck my dick. I've listened to that album. Yeah, listen to the one after it. Chrome Neon Jesus? No. It's not good, is it? Earth is a black hole. It's a sec. The one I'm trying to get you to listen to is they'll be playing this album. It went from a two-piece to a three-piece. Anyway. Fine. Fine. I would just go for Saturday. I could just go for Saturday and then go home. Well, don't you? You still can. I can't. It's <laughs> too much money. Interest rates are the killer. So, like, Turnslot, yeah, obviously, I miss them. It was, like, Valentine's Tuesday. Just couldn't, couldn't make it. Thursday, yeah. my favorite band of all time been frothing at just chomping at the bit to try and see them eventually I even watched all their live streams and everything who Sosin huge Anchor is huge Anxious Bronx Drain Saturday is stacked and you've got Youth of Today so there's a lot of throwback there as well like Terra yeah, huge yeah throwback um, Narrowhead like Narrowhead are like so much bigger than what I thought they were when you when we were listening to that first single, like from their well, latest album, I had no yeah. idea they had the following that they do now. Well, I think already. it's built, and I think it's because yeah. of this wave of bands we're talking about, right? Yeah. So we've kind of, I mean, we we romanticize music probably a bit too much than the average punter, right? <laughs> like the way we talk about some bands, we yeah. talk about them like, "Thank you for saving my life," and I don't mean that by I look at Gerard Way and be like, "I'll do anything." To, to, to kind of talk with him. But I mean, like we we talk about music and feeling and just the vibe of it. And I think we talk about bands like Pile of Love, Anxious, Arm's Length, Narrowhead, probably a bit different in their execution. But yeah. I think in regards to the feeling that they give, it's the same kind of realm, you know? And yeah. I think that's what people are listening to at the moment. That's why these bands are blown up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and like, yeah, Zao Sick, they've got a huge catalogue as well. I, I didn't yeah. realise they were, they went back that far as well. So they were talking about charts that I knew that they went back that far. I knew yeah. some of the newer stuff, but then when he went back and was like, listen to this, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. This band's like well older than I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, great Sunday. Saturday. Yeah. So I think just my game plan at, the, at Saturday is to just let myself feel it all, go hard, 
I'll be carving up, stay hydrated. Sunday's going to be rough, straight up. Uh, yeah. I'm probably going to be the one receiving dirt naps, to be frank, because I'm not going to be able to keep up in the pit. You'll be, in is... the, you'll be in the Industrial Revolution by Sunday. Yeah, I'll be like wearing a top hat, being like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck, what a day. I mean, there's, there's one band on this day that I really care about. Um, well, there's a few, but there's one in particular that's kind of triggered me a bit. Um, probably the one, one band that I, I really wanted to happen. There was a few bands that I really wanted to happen, but there was one that I was like, it, it could line up for this. Um, but we'll get to that soon. The Sunday is headlined by Bane and Pennywise. And then Oof. followed by Haste the Day between the Buried and Me and Bouncing Souls. Stacked? Yeah. Absolutely. Stacked. Bane. <laughs> the greatest hardcore band of our generation. Bane? Yes. It's a pretty good take, actually. Bane are yeah. handing the torch to Turnstile as the greatest hardcore band that you reckon could have ever been. Bane? Yeah. Yes. Bane? I mean, I'm different with Bane. I like their like last two albums. But the ones that are actually well regarded and loved, I never listened to until like a month ago. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, they are regarded in the hardcore scene. Forget the normies mm. as one of the hardest working bands out there. Like yeah. they just toured and toured and toured and toured. And they they called their time probably they regretted it at the end, but yeah. Man, oh man, watching that documentary and hearing the stories about them, like, I think. Well, their last record was my favorite still. Yeah. I know that's probably a bit just a sign of the times, maybe my age, but that record is real special, I think. And I know that Mm -hmm. there's other people that like their older stuff much more, Um, but their music transcends generations in a way. And I think that's, yeah, I think I agree with you when you say they're the best. Yeah. Not my favorite, but I respect them. Yeah. They don't have to be your favorite, but they're... Like they may not be the most popular, like Turnstile, probably the most popular hardcore band that's probably been. Yeah, hundred percent most mainstream. But like, there's no there's no Turnstile without Bane. No, I think there's any like modern day hardcore without bands like that. Yeah. How, when did Bane? How long have Bane been around for? They were around early nineties to twenty sixteen, I think. Twenty sixteen, they called it. Did they go call it right after that record came out? Because that record came out in 2016, right? Yeah. So they decided, while writing the album, if I remember, oh, really? they actually decided to, that was going to be their last album and they were going to tour that and they were just going to send it off. And then like two shows from the end, they're like, we probably shouldn't have done this. Really? Yeah. Fuck. But touring when you're like mid 40s, like they did, just isn't sustainable. Oh, God, no. Boston Hardcore, man. That's it. Hey, Massachusetts. Yeah. 98. I'm more of a have hard kid. So like, I'm, you can tell that's just a generation gap. So that yeah. was always my like go-to hardcore band growing up. But yeah. Um, have hard have the have the chops too. But they kind of came and went fairly quickly as well. Yeah, nice. Fuck. Yeah. Um, so it's like 18 years, something like that. So Turnstile have been around 10 there's still yep. got some work to do. After the um, mixtape that we're going to release a week after this, I'm really keen for Pennywise. <laughs> um, yeah. 
I, I think I've kind of I've listened to a few more tracks. This is a spoiler, but fuck, who cares? This is fine. Yeah. Um, I, I'm keen to listen to more Pennywise and give them, I guess, another chance because yeah, I haven't listened to them in like a long, long time. Do you want me to make you a playlist? You can make me a playlist if you want. I'll just yeah. gonna, you know I'm an album kind of guy, so okay, give, I'll, give me the I'll, good albums and then I'll, I'll yeah. go back. I'll do your list of albums in order of my preference. Yeah. Um. Fuck, I'll let you do the honours on this one. So talk me through the lower bands and what you like, because there's a fucking lot. <laughs> okay, so um, second line, Bouncing Souls, huge. they got a new album coming out too, so I'm hoping to see them. Good. Their new songs are really good. Yeah. Are they a pop punk band? Like, I'm so confused by them. Yeah. Are they always I'll been s- a pop punk band? Yeah, I'll send you some songs. I was talking to Nick, our international listener, and he is vibing the new record too. Well, the new yeah. singles off the new record. And I'm thinking, I thought this band was real old, but they're right they like they're 20. <laughs> yeah. I'll, sh- I'll send you some songs because they've got one of the best, like, okay. well, one of the best songs is called Mantham and it's a man anthem. And, and the other song off that album is like hits in the fields too. All right. I love that. So yeah, they'll class them as pop punk. They're pretty, they're very hooky. Yeah. Anyway, so, for me, it's like Armor for Sleep, As yep. Cities Burn, Callous Dow Boys, Casey. Casey, <laughs> let's go. Casey, I'm playing a fucking show. I manifested this. I'm taking credit. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. It fucking happened. And you know what? This sign-up got announced. Guess what I did that day? I got my Casey tattoo. So I fucking put it out in the open. It's fucking happening. You did it, Let's man. fucking go. <laughs> anyway, well done. So- that's our regular programming, Dave. Keep going. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, Defeater. Defeater, let's go. <laughs> I almost like this day more the more I look at it. But anyway, I'm so sorry. Dave. Yeah, they're pretty even. They're pretty even. I, I take back what I said earlier. So yeah. Inclination, that'll be huge. It Dies Today, Judge, May, Military Gun, One King Down, Prayer for Cleansing, Strife. And Valley Heart. Valley, Valley Heart. Heart. I love Valley Heart. They're great. Yeah, yeah, I almost think that they is nearly better. I think if you take, if I could just swap like three of the headliners with each other, yep. that would be a perfect day. Yeah, but you wouldn't survive. You wouldn't see them all if they were all on the same day. And what we're missing as well is all these bands are listed in alphabetical order, so it's not in like size or whether no, they're yeah. going to play. So the timetable is going to be very interesting. Uh, you can say that again. Um, it does today are really good too. Fuck. I only listened to them after they got Me announced. Too. I was like, who's this? Yeah. And Chuck was like, they're fucking, they rule. How, how have yeah. you not listened to them? That's like my perfect kind of metalcore right there. Yeah. I absolutely like, loved it. The, it's just um, fucking hard and fast and like filthy. Full of samples. Full of samples. That, that, what's their EP? Let's fucking, I'm posting it this week in our features. Even though it's not a feature, I'm fucking posting about it. <laughs> Feature 2.0. Well, what, what's it called? The um, Forever Scorned EP, 2002. Yeah. That shit arguably could have came out last week. Like, it yeah. is timeless. It is one of the best metalcore things I've ever listened to in my life. Yeah. Really great. I really loved this EP last year when, I, when they announced, like, the, the tease. Yeah. Fuck, what Absolutely. a lineup. And I can't remember which label, but one of the labels said it's nearly the full lineup. So. Okay. I don't know who's going to get added, if anyone, but I know who I'm t- 
tipping who I want to have on there. All right. Tell me who you want to have on there. I want Bloom from Mel- from Sydney. <laughs> no, I wish the Bloom need to go to America and just play a bunch of shows because they're going to blow up if they do. But no, nothing changes from what we wanted, I think. Be Well was probably still at the top of my shopping list. Yeah. Um, I really, really want to see Be Well on this, so I'm a bit gutted that they aren't. They're working on um, new music, so I think they are uh, maybe next year. Um. So they were one of them, and obviously Touche was the other that I really wanted to see on here. Like two of my obviously favorite bands, and we talk about them a lot. But it's okay. I think it just means that there's opportunity for them to play another show or come over here. You know, it's fine. Um, I think we've there's a lot of service on this lineup. And the more and more we go through it, I'm like, fuck, what was I talking about at the start of the segment? So, <laughs> um, yeah. Who, who, who do you think we're missing? Or what kind of bands do you think we're missing? Um, I kind of think like yeah, No th- Pressure's missing. A hype band like that, a Koyo or something. Yeah, like a punk hardcore band. Like the bands that we listen to, like along with Anxious. I don't see an Anxious Friend band on here. Maybe Drain. I'm not sure how close they are. They're well, in a similar kind bridge- of hype range. Well, who's bridging the gap between bands? Like, So you've got, I understand you've got Knuckle Puck on day one. Yeah. That kind of stands alone, except for Relying K, Amberlin, and MXPX, arguably. Mm-hmm. I almost think there needs to be just like another band below that, and a Koya would fill that bill. Yeah. Um, you know, day three, um, day three is quite heavy, so it's probably okay. But Military Gun, they just toured with Pile of Love, or the other way around. There's yeah. Valley Heart there, but I think there's just missing something, you know? Yeah, they're missing other, like, or well, they've got straight up punk at the top. Yeah. They're missing, yeah, it's like Maze there. Like, yeah, it'll further seem forever. They're a bit pop. They're like 2000s emo in like the same realm yeah. as Thursday. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a promoter, so I don't know what would uh, fill that gap perfectly. But I think, yeah, some I of mean, our we're, favorite. We're, we're, we're just two bands. guys. Two guys is being like, yeah, we know what we're talking about. We know fucking nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> about putting on a fucking show. Um, yeah, so um, stoked with the lineup. I'd probably give it a fucking 10 out of 10. What do I know? <laughs> Didn't you want counterparts on there? Yeah, I, I did want counterparts on there, but they played last year, and I think the whole curse of back-to-back years, I had to just suck it up and be like, the Wonder Years aren't going to be on there. They were there last year. Um, Counterparts and Kublai Khan. Like, they weren't going to be there, so which is fine. Um, but there's a heap of bands here that I'm keen to see. Especially Casey. Fuck, man. You, you can see Knock are... Loose getting added to this. I would love to see Knock Loose get added to this. If the drama but... plays for Inclination, doesn't he? Or one of the members is in Inclination, yeah, so yeah, part of the way there. Um. Fuck, how do we not talk about Knockfest at the top of this pod about things coming up? Because Knockloose are playing that. And so I think that's why I'm maybe not looking for it as much. All these bands that I kind of have the opportunity to see this year, I don't care if they don't get into this lineup. I'll probably prefer yeah. it, to be honest. But Yeah, then you're not rushing around to see like a 20-minute set. No. Potentially. Um, but please sorry. see Bane. Just please make sure you go and see that. Oh, yeah, 100%. There's a few bands there that I think, like, no no exceptions, I'd have to see. Yeah. I'd probably say Bane would be there. 
Thursday would be would be there. Casey would be there. Defeater would be there. Anxious would be there. Um, Wars of Jericho would probably be there. Hopes Fall will be there. All these bands I just don't think will come here. Really, yeah. any band at the bottom of the lineup here, <laughs> like I would not want to miss. Yeah, especially not the new ones. So I'm thinking like Vayne FM will come eventually come here. With Blood Comes Cleansing, I listened to them a bit after the announcement and Chuck mm-hmm. was like talking about them. I probably don't want to miss them. Like Zao, they're not going to come here, let's be honest. No. Like we might see Mind Force. Oh, how did I miss Trash Talk on this lineup? They're fucking good. Yeah. And they probably bridged that gap a bit between Anxious. Their new music was pretty soft. Yeah. I didn't. I missed that completely. Damn. Yeah. You won't see Armour for Sleep here. You won't see Casey. Gorilla Biscuits, I should say, yeah. You should, yeah. Prayer for cleansing, just- yeah. I just got to like fucking pit fit, pod fit, mentally fit. Like, let's fucking just try and just it's a be lot. better. <laughs> yeah. Um, do we want to do a few 2024 way too early predictions? Okay, yep. Headliners only or a band that's going to come out of retirement? Most pit retirement. Um, I don't know. I didn't think this through when I asked the question, Dave. <laughs> okay. Well, my 2024 prediction will be Touche. Touche Amore. Okay. And I think... Ooh. Do you have one? I'm thinking. What year is this going to be? 2024. Mm, I'm thinking this is not good content for the pod. <laughs> yeah, I did not think this through when I asked the question. <laughs> um, my my take is going to be. What is my take going to be? This is hard. Twenty twenty-four. Yeah. What What do you think? I reckon we'll see an Australian band on the lineup. Australian band on the lineup. You reckon? I don't know who it is. I think it'll probably end up being like Speed, but I think we'll see an Aussie band on the lineup. I like that. I do like that. I think we're going to get... I have fucking no idea. Who who could the headliner be? No idea. I I fucked up the segment. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with those epic predictions... Oh man, how bad was that? I fucking we dropped it on that. I put it in the comments thinking, yeah, this is gonna be fucking a great segment. Yeah. Yeah, that's trash. Looking at that lineup, I'm like, how could it who else could you could you possibly pick? I don't think I listen to that much music. Fucking I'm looking around at like my merch and shit, thinking, what who could go? No idea. Who deserves to go? Speed probably deserved to play. Fuck, I don't know. No pressure. Story so far. Bands like that. Yeah. I've no idea. That's all right. We'll leave it there. We can add some, maybe. Battery re- battery reunion featuring cool. Be Well Set. Yeah. Featuring Be Well Dirt Play twenty twenty four. Dirt naps in the pit. <laughs> well, thanks everyone for listening. <laughs> it's the, the end of the pod, Dave. <laughs> Anyway, no, let's let's wrap let's wrap it up. This has been this has been fun, Dave. <laughs> Do you have anything else you want to add? Um, 
No, I don't actually. Um, this was fun though. This, <laughs> this was a bit fucking chaotic. It's been a, it's been a week, and it's only Monday when we recorded this. But this has been fun, and I'm keen for Furnace Fest, and I'm keen for the next month of gigs. Parish Fest is going to be a great day. I can't wait. Good times. Yeah. Good times ahead. If you're in Melbourne for Parish Fest, come and come and say hi. Yeah, if you if you like Vietnamese food, you like a far foe fur, whatever you want to fucking say it, give me hit me up, hit us up, and we'll fucking get you on the list to the best faux restaurant you will ever have. Um can't fucking wait. Oh, and then the gig was gonna be awesome too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that again. Thank you all for listening. Uh, please don't forget to follow, subscribe, and leave a review on um, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. means a lot. Yeah. helps with uh, listings and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at press.con.pod on both platforms. We also have launched the, uh, the Press Conference Society Facebook group. So uh, mm-hmm. there'll be a bit of chit-chat in there. We try and get a little bit of feedback from you guys. Um, yeah, just keep, get a conversation going in there. We love it. Um, as always, yeah, we love the feedback and conversations generated by our topics. Tell us what your 2024 prediction would be. Please Please save us. (laughs) Please save us. Uh, we want to hear from you guys. Um, yeah, this is why we started this podcast is just to, to talk music and, and kind of reach out to the people that we don't usually talk to inside of our circles. So, um, yeah, hit us up. Yeah, absolutely. This was fun. I'll see you uh, well, next week. Yeah, see you next week. Bye. Bye.